Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the newly named Almost Nerds podcast. Love the new name. I think it's perfect. And uh, Ben, Ben, uh, I'm sorry. I'm your host, Kareem, and as always with me. Ben Lewis. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to talk to you guys again. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, so Almost Nerds, when you you hit me with a couple different ones, um, Almost Nerds was perfect. The second I read it, I was like, yep, that's exact. That's 100% it. That's what we found out from our last recording was that we we are almost nerds. Yeah, because we got blasted for some Star Wars trivia because we weren't accurate to the T. Y'all nerds that you guys sometimes are just brutal. Yeah, especially Star Wars nerds. Oh, they yeah. are ruthless. Yeah, Absolutely they are. ruthless. They're the Philadelphia Eagles fans of sci-fi. Oh, I know. <laughs> Get they're, something they're... wrong and let them say, hey, you still coming over to my party? No, because you said that someone lived on Tatooine and they didn't. My bad. They... I apologize. Yep, that's that's it. And and they and and I'm glad held us accountable, put our feet to the fire and let us know we fucked up. So yeah. it was the it was the fight scene with um Darth Maul. Okay. And and what we I think we said Obi Wan Kenobi was dangling in there. Then he flipped out and killed. But I guess Darth Maul was the one dangling in there. Was that how it went? I, I still I guess don't so, really yeah. know how it went. Yeah, I don't either. Which which makes which but I think the bigger point is it makes the whole thing even dumber. So like yeah. if if Obi Wan was he can't see Obi Wan flipping out and slicing him in half or or even vice versa it, it's dumb either way this is the reality of me and phantom menace this is the story of me and phantom menace okay um i i you know i was watching as a kid when they rebooted the original star wars trilogy put it back in theaters with just a couple little like little stank on it he put a couple okay. little cgi things right yeah. he mm-hmm. added a couple things whatever totally i was already uh into star wars because my brother had the um jet return of the jedi vhs which we watched when i was really young and then that came in theaters got hooked on it again so pumped for this i'm like 14 15 prime age phantom menace is coming i'm so jacked on it me and my friend went to go see the movie and then i was so disappointed by it i didn't watch another new star wars movie until i think i was like 24 (laughs) hurt that bad yeah, I was like, this is so bad. <laughs> I cannot. So literally, like, that was probably that time. And then they re- they briefly re-released in 3D Phantom Menace back in theaters. Um, uh-huh. They were going to do that right before Disney bought um, Lucasfilms. And they put the end, of, like, they cut that. They were like, no, we're not doing that anymore. I did go see it once then. I was half paying attention. I was really just there for my niece and nephew. Gotcha. Like, um, so... I, to say I, I saw Phantom Menace maybe two times the whole way through my whole life and then bits and pieces of it here and there when it was on TV. So that's why, I, you know, Phantom Menace is just foggy for me. So I will totally lay on the sword for that one. That's my fault for. Oh, no, not- no, me too. I've I've only watched it once because, again, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. Like, I like Star Wars because it's in the nerd genre. But sure. like, if I never watched Star Wars, I don't think I'd be too upset. But yep. I watched Phantom Menace once, and all I kept thinking was, why do I not like Jar Jar Binks? Like, I just, I can't get over it. Yeah. And so I just never wanted to go revisit it for that reason, because I I didn't want the opportunity to end up liking Jar Jar Binks. I was okay <laughs> with yep. my feeling about him. So I was just like, you know what? I'll watch it this one time in movies, and I will call it a day. 
Yeah, you um, you know what your gut feeling about Jar Jar Binks was was correct. Yeah. That was that was the correct feeling about Jar Jar Binks that he should never be revisited in any way. He, he is yeah. that bad. And again, again, sad for the the person who acted as him. Like, yep, you know, he's getting paid. He's all excited. Like, yeah, they're gonna love this character, and then nobody, no, nope. nobody loved him. Nobody, nobody loved liked him. him. Yeah, I felt I felt bad too, man. Is we talked about it last time, but that dude. You read into his story. It's a sad story for that guy. He's, yeah. He seemed like a genuinely nice dude. Like, mm-hmm. he did not deserve that. No, not at all. But, um, you know, keep lighting our asses up if we get something wrong. Get, Please I, do. I'm all right with it. We're, we're, we're tough dudes. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I won't cry. Um, no. Not, not on here anyway. Not on here anyway. Exactly. But what I will write is in my journal. <laughs> oh. Yes. You guys are going to get it in my journal. That, that's where you know what that, that, i'm glad you said that because we're both uh i got you're you're millennial i'm a millennial but i would say we're more the older millennials so yeah. like we're in a different thing that's exactly right we have our thoughts we put them in a journal on a piece of paper that sits in our nightstand exactly Not, they, that doesn't belong on on twitter or no. instagram or you keep your feelings to yourself please everyone Ex- exactly agreed completely it's a psa just a little psa (laughs) i have a little jingle for it keep your feelings to yourself yeah (laughs) feelings belong deep inside you i don't don't know yeah but i like it yeah we'll work on one like that and then we'll drop it in when somebody starts getting too feelingsy on here (laughs) have like a soundboard yeah feelings keep those to yourself off the air please (laughs) <laughs> um so with, with the with the star wars thing one of the questions i wanted to ask you because as i was going over the phantom menace kind of like revisiting it why i wasn't recalling it right and also then looking into when i finally watched the clone wars didn't like the clone wars either it was better than phantom menace but i mean it's like comparing anything to phantom menace is going to be better than it yeah and revenge of the sith grew on me over the years i have to admit it that grew on me over the years i actually think that's a decent star wars movie then when you consider the new trilogy the uh, the first one was not original but in my opinion it was entertaining and it was good and i can rewatch it Mm -hmm. i can absolutely it's my favorite of those the new three the other two we we know the second one we can talk about the third one eh. So when you think about all of this shit, you put it together, you kind of have like Rogue One was good, solo movie I could live without, the new three I could live without. When you look at the franchise, and we're not talking financially, or like monetarily, we're not talking about the money. We're just talking about the the feel of the movies, the fandom of the movie, the connection to the movie. Would you consider the Star Wars franchise now at this point a failure overall? when you consider how many misses that they've had? Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Like I'd say it's not a failure in the sense that it got more star Wars fans. Cause like, I know I took my daughter to see all three of the new movies and sure. now they, they like, like star Wars and they like Ray. And so they're like, they gained some fans, even if like something else, star Wars related were to come out. I know they would come to me and say, Hey daddy, it's a Star Wars movie. Let's go watch it because right. of the other three that they happen to enjoy. Like my daughters liked the last movie and mm-hmm. I had to decide if I should adopt them or not because of the <laughs> fact that I thought the last movie was just like 
you're trying to save yourself from the movie prior to it, which was just yeah. a shit show. But yeah. like, <laughs> you there was no coming back from that second movie of the third trilogy. Like, no, just give it up. It was I putting feel, out. It was putting out fires. That's yes. what it was. It was putting out fires. Yeah, like I feel as though when um, Princess Leia used the Force in movie eight to bring mm-hmm. herself back at us from out of space. Yep. Maybe we should just cut right there, went to credits, call it a day, never yeah. done anything else again. Cause we <laughs> from there we fucked up. Like there's nothing else to do at this point. Like yep. ugh, they, why? They, they should I mean basically what you're describing is what they did with the solo movie. Oh really? They, I didn't even watch they, the solo movie. So yeah, good. I mean, you can definitely. Maybe we can do a thing about it. Actually, it might oh, yeah. be a good chance for me to go back and rewatch it because I saw it one time. And but yeah, Disney was like, "Okay, we're done with that." They were so done with it that they also said, "Yeah, that Boba Fett movie we're gonna do, kill that." Wow. And then now they're gonna kind of do at the end of the year. I think they're just doing a limited six episode. Um, six to eight or something episode that they're going to um, kind of run concurrently with the Mandalorian. From what I hear, they're both going to kind of come out at the end of the year and okay. um, kind of wrap up Boba Fett's storyline, which is totally fine. Actually, I prefer it because I love what James Favreau is, is doing with the Mandalorian and with Boba Fett. I'm sure it's going to fucking be a home run just the way he's been rolling so far. I still have to watch that. I think, I'm going to sit down and start watching it because I, I, I finished WandaVision and that was great. So I, I'll step back and watch some Mandalorian because everybody talks so highly about it. But I'm just one of those people that likes to watch things like way after, like three years from now. I'll be like, hey, have you guys seen The Mandalorian? That's a fantastic show. I yeah, No, I do that. I literally do that with everything except star wars but everything else what you just said i i'm wait i wait and I'll, and it's almost like this stupid grudge like when people are telling me something so good i'm just like whatever i don't i'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch it and then i watch yeah. it like, oh, yeah. well it's good like i have to be hipster about it like i either have to be on it first <laughs> and tell you about it or i, I have to watch it later on and <laughs> come from behind and be like hey did you see that like i did that with breaking bad like i watched breaking bad yep like probably Four years after it ended. Because yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, Breaking Bad's so good. And I was like, you know what? I was going to watch that when it first came out. I saw a commercial for it. And I was like, I should watch this. It's going to be good. And I didn't. So now nope. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. And, and you finally watch it and oh, yeah. enjoyed it. I oh, loved it. What, I had, what got me to start watching it was my, uh, she's six years old now, but my other daughter was born in 2015. And yeah. to help my wife, I needed something to stay awake. So I just started watching Breaking Bad with my one-month-old daughter. So yep. I told my wife at a certain point, like, our daughter may turn out to know how to make meth by the time she's, like, four because she's seen <laughs> almost every episode with me. Hey, bright side, she's learning chemistry. Exactly. Exactly. It is, it's chemistry. That's all mm-hmm. it is. That's fine. Oh, by the yeah. way, that coughing earlier was because you said – I went hipster, and yeah. then as I was drinking wine, as you said that, and then the wine came out of my nose, and then I started <laughs> coughing. <laughs> I was going to check if you were okay, but I was like, the show must go on. If, no, if, he, if he croaks over, <laughs> I got to keep this going for no, at least that, another no. 30 minutes. This is Rona years, man. <laughs> if I'm coughing, you just leave me by the wayside. You keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I, I did uh, end up 
watching um, Iron Man, which which I said I was kind of one that I did see in the past in bits and pieces. But this, you know, I sat down actually and watched it with mm-hmm. intent. I watched it to to understand it, to kind of really take it in. And um, and I got to tell you, you're the Marvel guy. So I'm just going to kind of kick it what I what I uh, noticed from watching it, what I really enjoyed about it. And you fill in any of the blanks or hop in at any point. So, OK, go for uh, it. one of the things I thought when I watched it is because, you know, we talked about what it came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the computer graphics still hold up. Oh, yeah. Like they still hold like Iron Man's suit is fucking the so the just the design of the suit itself is awesome. Yeah. Um I love that they went into detail about um it wasn't like one of those things where it's just kind of like a quick montage cut screen all of a sudden he has the suit. They were going through like the trial and error, the beta testing, the failed suit, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And um and then and then finally coming to the finished product and it was it just the way the suit would go on him like how it would kind of go in pieces and it just i thought for being you know 2008 um being made in 2008 that 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 it still holds up and and i thought it was a really cool just costume design in general oh yeah i think they did a really good job with the costume and um i i what i like i, I agree with you i like the fact that like they show the whole process of how tony stark thinks and like it shows how like intelligent it is and has all the different cool technology it has to be able to make the suit and and test everything and yeah everything was good and the graphics were good because i believe that it was right around the same time that the uh that hulk movie came out and the graphics for that hulk movie were really good as well oh was it the edward norton one yeah mm-hmm. oh okay yeah i didn't um i didn't see i didn't see the edward norton one i was i was stoked on it because i, I like edward norton like me and every other douchey kid around that age, like, loved Edward Norton because we saw Fight Club. Oh, yeah, so, of course. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, Edward Norton's a man. But um, I, I didn't end up seeing it because a lot of people uh, did not like that. I didn't get a lot of people saying good things about that Hulk movie to me. Oh, it was actually, I thought it was a really good movie. I mean, one, it was way better than the first movie that they put out there with yeah. Eric Bana. Like, but, I mean, you know, when you come from a shit show, you, you, right. have, you, you know. But yeah, no, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I liked the way I watched like the behind the scenes of the Hulk, and I liked the way like they described like the way they tried to design that Hulk was like they look kind of like a a big like wide receiver or like fullback type football player body build for yeah. his size. It was it was interesting the way like they talked about like the muscle textures and stuff like that, and how they did like the I guess the green dots or whatever on um, what's his name's face. Uh, Edward Norton's Norton, face Norton's in order to yeah. like and then they once they 3D mapped it like they just stretched it out so it was Edward Norton's face just stretched out and oh that's pretty cool yeah and and but, did like like when he makes facial expressions like the are, is he talking about like those dots that kind of mimic yeah. his facial expressions and stuff uh-huh. yeah that's pretty cool I know they um yeah I was watching something I think it was the Peter Jackson's yeah, Peter Jackson's King Kong Okay. And and that was like a huge thing was to make King Kong like have very human like expressions and shit like that. And like mm-hmm. it was, it, that was like a big advancement in CGI when they were able to do that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they probably used some of that technology. That's pretty cool. Um, so 
So yeah, um, I, then I guess I'm gonna have to watch a Hulk now. I guess that's on the list now too because I got to get I, on my Marvel shit. I, I highly recommend it. Um, so okay, and then another thing I noticed because again, um, seeing bits and pieces of of the Iron Man's one, two, and three, they went from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Yeah, there's been rumors of different things. One of them was that like he was a nightmare to work with. Another one was that he was just busy. And couldn't okay. do it. Another one was that he was demanding too much money. I don't know which one it is, but like, I liked Terrence Howard, and I was yeah. hoping he would. But I love Don Cheadle as well, so I was like, uh, I mean, you know, that's, they look nothing that's... alike, but I'm I'm okay with it. They, yeah, that okay. So that that's what I was gonna say. Like, they could have did a better job of finding people that look alike because they, like you said, they there's not a, you can't even you know. Um, in any stretch of the imagination, they look nothing alike. But yeah. you're talking about a one A and one actors. Like that's a lateral move. Like you're not losing anything by getting Don Cheadle to step in and do the role. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I mean, they're both phenomenal actors. So kind of sucked just because of the continuity of it. But yeah, you nailed it. It's Don mm-hmm. Cheadle. You're not losing anything getting him in your movie. He's he's gonna bring it. Um. So that was that was kind of cool, but yeah, I was I was wondering that that was kind of my going to be my question to you is like why why in this amazing franchise that was about to become the biggest thing in the planet did uh, Terrence Howard decide that yeah. he didn't want to be part of it? Yeah, I'm on screen rent right now, and it's basically it looks like it was for money. Okay, all right. Yeah, it looks like the contracts that wasn't what he wanted because Marvel had had him had planned to bring him back in Iron Man two. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. He did a great job in the first one. Um, so he so he backed out of that, and then guy. I mean, he did okay. He got into that Empire thing, and that show took off. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and he was just coming off of um Hustle and Flow. Oh, yep, yep. So he was really popular because of Hustle and Flow. Because before that, the movie I remember him in is uh, he played uh, the character Spaceman. In um, a basketball movie, I want to think. Of, I think it was Sunset Park. I, I have no clue what you're talking about. I know <laughs> that's the only thing I remember him from before watching him in Hustle and Flow. Was he was um, the guy that played Spaceman in Sunset Park? Spaceman because he, because he jumped high, he could dunk. No, because I think he was always high, so he was just oh. he spaced out. <laughs> I like it even more now. Yeah. This stoner guy shows up to the court. Everybody's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like he was pushed out due to salary conflict. Man, like it's one of those things where like, I know he's got to be looking back now and seeing how many other movies he would have got to be in and yeah. what it easily made his money back that he was concerned with. Yeah. Yeah, he would have. And the other thing is he, I, he didn't know that he was next to a guy who was about to have the like resurrection of all resurrections in their career. Oh yeah, and that's true too. Robert Downey Jr. I, what they paid him for the first movie, I'm sure you could find it versus what like the next couple movies whenever it came time to uh, renegotiate his contract, un- unbelievable. I bet it, the the numbers jumped out of this world. Um because yeah, they were taking a chance on him in that first movie. Oh yeah, cuz he was just coming back from being at a rehab with drugs and whatnot at the time. So. I, uh, he liked to, I would like to party with him. I remember reading the story that like they, they raided his room. There's all sorts of drugs. They went into his the, the hotel closet. 
and there's just like a wonder woman the only thing in there was a wonder woman costume like what was that dude doing yeah yeah so it's good so good to see him come back uh from from that because like i remember seeing when i was younger and all of a sudden just like a just a downward spiral so when they said Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is like, oh, that's a perfect match because Tony Stark in the comic books has a similar Playboy drug issue type thing. So yes, yeah, <laughs> that was going to be character. that was uh, you nailed it. That was going to be the next thing. Was wow, yeah. could they have picked a better fucking person to play Iron Man? Oh, I know. I can't think of anybody. Like I, no, I thought about it numerous times and like, no, there's not a soul that would have played Iron Man better than Robert Downey Jr absolutely not he's so perfect for the role he he it's almost like he's i mean the guy's a great actor so everything he does it's so believable and you can be like oh he was made for this role but i mean really he was fucking definitely made to be iron man the way that um what's his name who's that crazy son of a bitch uh johnny depp was made to be the pirate oh yeah you know jack sparrow he was made to be jack sparrow you you see his bizarre ass doing interviews and shit and he's like he like slips in and out of being jack sparrow just in a regular interview oh i know <laughs> it's really weird it is he kind of still dresses like him a little bit and yeah he's like wait this is what i have in my closet already i don't have to dress up at all this is what i'm wearing on a normal daily basis why yeah, i have a pirate hat i don't know but i like it it's comfortable in those waters man johnny yeah Depp, dude he's awesome so um you know, he would just I a great again, just a great casting for that. I heard initially because he was kind of a question mark mm-hmm. that they were leaning towards Tom Cruise as yeah, Tony Stark. I saw that. I'm reading the article right now that said five actors who could have played Iron Man and Tom Cruise is number one, which mm-hmm. but he's so small compared to like everybody else. Like Tom Cruise yeah. is like I think like five four with heels on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's not he's not that big, but then number two they had was Hugh Jackman, which I can see Hugh Jackman playing that part. He could have been yeah. he'd have been pretty good at it. But he's Wolverine and he's, he's that's of, it. That was gonna say I couldn't that would have been tough for me to swallow him as, as Iron Man. He's Wolverine to me. He's hundred yeah. percent Wolverine. Then they have Nicolas Cage as number three, but Nicolas Cage always has that part where he like overacts something and you're like, Well, that wasn't necessary, but I'm I'm here <laughs> for this ride. So I guess Yeah, but sure. yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, right. So that one of the cool things about Tony Stark's character is that, and this is not against nothing against Robert Downey Jr.'s acting. I'm sure he could have, he could act on all uh, spectrums, you know, here and there and everywhere. But Tony Stark is kind of just a sarcastic dick. Yeah. All the time, like in when when things are okay, he's a sarcastic mm-hmm. dick. When he's like in the middle of a battle and getting his ass kicked, he's also a sarcastic dick. He's just always very kind of level in that way. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're right. Nick Cage would have would have decided that he's like, this is my time to shine. Exactly. <laughs> some ridiculous time. Have some random monologue that's not necessary, where he's all of a sudden screaming at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this wouldn't be necessary. I gotta get that arc reactor man. That's my Nicholas Cage impersonation. It's terrible, but you know. No, no I know what you mean. I mean. If you cried, <laughs> if you're if you were crying, I would be. Oh, that's it. That's like I gotta oh, get they this. Have <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just screams at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's Nick Cage. I uh, all right. So this is one thing that um kind of bothered me about it okay. is that I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow 
great actress, mm-hmm. um, was too good looking for the part. I feel like they should have used a more girl next door approachable kind of woman for his love interest as his her like the personal assistant. I mean, okay, because I can agree with you because, like, his whole thing that he always says is, was a billionaire playboy philanthropist? Yeah. But, like, when your assistant is just as hot as the models that you're dating, like, you know, did you really give up anything? I I see what you're saying there. Yeah, that's that's exactly exactly my thoughts. It was like, dude, this this is your personal assistant the whole time, and you never made a move. Like she's probably better looking than half of the girls you're chasing around. Oh yeah, definitely. I never I never thought about that, but now that you mention it, yeah, like, yeah, it was just if anything, it was an upgrade, which means like, are you hurting? But I mean, I guess it's Tony Stark, so you know, whatever. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, he does he does what he wants. It's not yeah. a big deal. It didn't bother it's, me. But I was I was thinking of who would have been good to throw in there as like a like an actress at the time. Um, I think going along with the lines of redheads, she might have been a little too young at that point. But she had just done super bad. Would have been um, what's her name Emma Stone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's yeah. probably yeah. She's probably too young at that time. Yeah, she might have been too young at that time, but I was just thinking she's like an approachable ginger looking person. Like she's not crazy Gwyneth Paltrow pretty, but she's pretty. Um Drew Barrymore, would she be too old at that point? Uh could have died yeah, her hair it, red. There's something about Drew Barrymore's face that I it always frustrates me. And <laughs> it's something with her lips that she just does naturally as she can't help that yeah. just like like side I don't know. lips, like talk yeah. kind of this. Yeah, do you, do you know does that? James Franco does that. Yeah, yeah, yep, sure does. Yeah, but I think if I if Drew Barrymore would have been it, I think I'd have been frustrated the entire time. Just kind of like, like I love her, but at the same time, it's like, oh, what? What are you? Are you trying to do that? Is that an accident? What's happening? Can we fix it? Can we yeah. fix it in post? You got it. Something's does, there. Is it Renee Zellweger does that too? Yes. Yes, she yeah. does. Yep. yep. I know what you're talking about. Like, it she does, just it... always looks like she's squinting all the time. Yes. Squinting <laughs> and then, like, doing the, like, weird mouth talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you mean. I and her. I had one more. I can't think of who it was going to be. But I'm on this little... list here, and they have uh, one that I thought was a good pick. Rachel McAdams. That would have been a good yes. one. Yes. Yes. That. Yeah. Absolutely. That was that's a yeah. good one. That's a, that's a good pepper pots. Yep. Pretty, but she's not like crazy like uh like movie star supermodel pretty or something. Like she's a movie star, obviously, but you know what I mean. She's not yeah. like Yeah, that would have been I would have gone yeah, Rachel McAdams, that's my pick. I'm going I think with that. that's the best pick because like the rest of this cast are like people who just would not have matched or just like would not have done it because because of the money. Like they have um they have here uh, Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. who I don't think she'd been good for that one. They have Kate Winslet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. And then they have uh, Cameron Diaz. Nah, too pretty. Yeah. Jodie Foster. She'd have already been older than Tony Stark at that time frame. Jodie Foster. No way, Jodie Foster. No, I'm yeah. I'm all, I'm out on Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, they have Julia Roberts, which. I would have loved Julia Roberts in it, but she made way too much money to 
have been in that role. Yeah, because she, yeah, yeah, super established at that point. Yeah. Another good one, Ellen Pompeo. Ellen Pompeo. That sounds really familiar. I know who that is. She's from Grey's Anatomy. I've never watched a single episode of Grey's She's Anatomy, the, but I, I know her face. She's confused with Renee Zellweger. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. The more yeah, likable Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she, however you say her last name. Yeah. Who the hell is Renee Zellweger? <laughs> Remember that from the Chappelle show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the white the wife swap episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> um Yeah, so yeah, I would have liked her actually. I think she would have done a good job in there. Yeah. The only other one I think that had done a good job is Robin Wright, but because I see her as um the wife of um Frank in that Netflix series. Gosh, what's the name of it now? Uh, uh it was a us. Kevin Spacey it was a no, it was Kevin Spacey Netflix series that it, uh because of the whole thing that came out of Kevin Spacey they removed oh, him from the show. But House she was, of Cards? Yeah, House of Cards, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she played Claire. That's what her last name, Claire. Claire Underwood. Because I see her as Claire Underwood, I don't see her as anything else now. Like, even when I saw her on Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, that's just Claire Underwood with yeah. Wonder Woman carved on. That's that's the thing. It's a, yeah. like, And back to, to um, Hugh Jackman, he just, that's, you know that's wolverine like there's certain dudes or or actresses you just can't put in because in your mind they're somebody else so you can't put them in like an iconic uh movie and then that's why i don't think when they're talking about indiana jones reboot it with chris pratt i just don't think that'll work indiana jones is harrison ford i agree i mean they could do it but i feel like they should just start with like like when they had the tv show young indiana jones yeah, yeah. They should just do something like that instead of doing a Chris Pratt character who's like the same age as Indiana Jones was when like we when we were kids. I think they should just do like a, a young Indiana Jones coming like starting in his like twenties, going out there and starting to do his journey versus like continuing with the same storylines. Yeah, with the with a different actor. Even though I like Chris Pratt though, so I could see him doing it. Yeah, I. But it just won't be the same. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you mentioned the young Indiana Jones. Um, I a guy I went to grad school with. He acted in that when he was younger. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So the, there's like an episode where I think he played Indiana Jones' grandson, and like Indiana Jones comes into the room and he's talking trash, saying something, and then like like he's trying to have band practice, and he just looks at him and he's like, "Grandpa." As he's like sitting behind the drum set, like that, <laughs> that's, that, cool. that's him. And he was like 15 and like, we knew him when he was like 40 or he was probably like older than us, probably like maybe in his like late teens, early twenties. But, uh-huh. but yeah, he was, uh, he was in that. And I was just thinking about him when you said that, because you said uh, Kevin Spacey and um, he was telling me back when I met him in 2008, all those things you heard about Kevin Spacey, he was telling uh-huh. me back in 2008. Oh man. He said the guy was a creep. Oh, it's so sad because he's such a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> like my legit first thought when this hall came out was, oh, man, you couldn't wait until House of Card ended. Like we could this. We had one season <laughs> left. Like that was all we had left. One season. Keep, keep your shit together, man. Yeah. Keep your shit together for one more season. Then you go ahead and out him and call him everything you want. I just wanted the show to end on a high note. Dude, I know. It. 
I know I felt the same. I feel the same about uh, the Harry Potter series, the Fantastic B series. They had to cut um, Johnny Depp out of it. Oh, um, really? As Grin- as Grindelwald. Yeah, because that whole thing came out. It was in some French court, and it was like a, a libel or slander case where he didn't want the tabloid to be able to type or print he was a wife beater, whether that was an appropriate thing to, and then he lost the case. And, oh, wow. Um, Turns out, though, she was the wife, the the beater. She is, I mean, she's out of her mind. I I don't know how much I believed any of that. And I'm not just, I'm not saying, you know, whatever. But I'm saying, like, he was with his wife for how many years? 17 years with his wife. Never laid a hand on her. Mm -hmm. Never anything like that. Like, and from all counts, she said he was a not like that. Not a, you know, not that he wasn't a substance abusing kind of a dude, but he wasn't a physically abusing kind of a guy. Yeah. So yeah, I had my questions about that. That whole story was kind of whack. Yeah. And uh, but he played obviously played Grindelwald amazing in that series. I mean, the Harry Potter. We can go down that road sometime too. That's a I love Harry Potter's. Oh yeah, same here. Really good. Um. So let me just make sure I have some. I think I had a couple other notes on Iron Man when uh, Obadiah is in mm-hmm. the suit. Yeah. Well, why does he groan? Why does the suit groan when he's getting beat up? I always like when when he gets punched, <laughs> I, like the suit goes. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never thought about that. I never paid any attention. Maybe, maybe it hurt. Like I was watching it, and like I thought, like there's a part where Obadiah like throws Tony Stark into the bus, and I'm like, even inside of a suit, that has to hurt. Yeah, like that, like. Even if you're in a protective metal suit, like your body and your brain just rattled all over the place. Like you sure. have to, you're a little get concussed. Some, yeah, maybe maybe that's why he groaned. Maybe because like he's getting hit, but like it's still moving his body around a little bit. I don't know. And the voice of him inside, like he might sound on the inside, like, ah, and then but it comes out of the robot, like, Roar. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be it. He has like a little voice thing going on in there to make it sound more manly when he's groaning in the suit. Oh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. And when um, in the beginning with all the Arab dudes, when uh-huh. he's in the um, in like the, the prison cell and they're having him build the technology. Yeah. And uh, I thought so. I know there's the because it was a spoil. It was a. it was really just I mean not even a spoiler because everybody knew what happened in the last Avengers with Iron Man with Tony yeah. Stark. If you don't turn it off right now, but he dies. So Iron Man yeah. dies or, or be ashamed of yourself for not having to see this movie at least twice now. At Correct. This point. So, um, Yasin, I think that's a guy's name. Yasin, Yasin, whatever. Yasin. Yeah, Yasin, 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 Yasin. Yeah. Uh-huh. He dies. And when he's dying, he says, you know, don't waste your life. You know, he says that to Tony, like uh-huh. I'm dying. So you, so you can live, but don't waste your life. And then Tony dies for his friends in the end. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that, that if, I don't know if they were trying to tie that together, but it's kind of a little, uh, just a little side note of something I noticed when I was watching it. It's like, no, Tony doesn't waste his life. He actually ends up then you know, almost sacrificing himself for his friends. So, oh wow, the that's a that's a good point out because most people um, point out the same thing from I want to say it's the second Avengers where Tony Stark sees every has like the 
premonition of seeing everybody dead. Yeah. And most people tie it in with that one. So, huh, I never, I never thought about that one. That is, and I'm sure Marvel is good about stuff like that. So I'm sure there is probably some sort of tie in there. And if not, I mean, all you have to do is say, oh yeah, we meant to do that. We did. Yeah, that was totally what we meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah. I So overall, I very much, you know, I very much enjoyed the, the movie. Oh yeah. It I, was awesome. I think it was a great movie for introducing a character and giving a decent backstory and kind of getting an idea of who this character is. Yep. And, and did Oba, did Obadiah, man, did he, was he the dude? Yeah, he was a dude. He was the dude. Yeah. That bothered me. I love the dude. That bothered me the whole time I watched that fucking movie because he's such everybody, an asshole. Everybody loves the dude. Yeah. He's just the dude, man. This fucking dude, man. This yeah. aggression won't stand. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So he plays a really good dickhead, which I'm upset about because he plays the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. Le- Jeff Bridges, Lebowski. Right? Yeah. The big Lebowski. Yeah. The dude, dude, Reno. Oh, he's done some amazing movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was in Gettysburg, too, I want to say. Uh, let's see here. I'm on IMDb right now. I can tell you. He's in Gettysburg, right? Uh, let's see here. Or was it? Was he the one in Gettysburg? Who you know, who played opposite to uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber? Oh, that's uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Okay, maybe Jeff Daniels was in Gettysburg. Jeff Daniels is in Gettysburg. Yes, yeah, I that... do remember that. Okay, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Jeff Bridges. Uh, let's see. Uh, I swear he's in he's in Arlington Road. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh shit! I don't even know about that movie. Oh, it's all about conspiracy theories. Okay, it's, it's really good. Like he's a he's a professor at a college, and he's actually teaching on conspiracies and stuff like that and then ends up in a conspiracy type deal it's pretty cool oh all right yeah sounds interesting yeah he's awesome but i didn't like the fact that he was so good at being that bad guy he was so unlikable oh yeah right it's like but i want to like you because you're the dude yeah but i can't like you because you're the bad guy yeah he went from like this and it's like such an opposite character to the dude which bothers me even more like it's like this super rich guy in very nice expensive suits with like cigars and holding a glass of scotch at 9 a.m like you you know just kind of this rich like hey kind of guy which is the total opposite of the dude yeah (laughs) so so tough for me to wrap my mind around that but overall a plus great movie um i would see it again good good and I guess I'm going to, what do we, so where are we moving to next? What's the next one that we're going to do? do uh, we if you're going to go in order. Uh, yeah. I mean, do we go right here. to two? Do we, do we oh, take a detour to that Hulk movie? Like, what are we doing? Uh, let's see here. There's a, there's a website on how to watch the Marvel movies. Oh, like they give their idea of how to, how to watch them. Yeah. Uh, Let's see her. Rotten Tomatoes gives a good one. So the next one after. Uh, oh, this is a terrible one. They have. Cap- oh, they, this one is doing it by the years of the movies. So it has Captain uh, America first because he was 
like the well, 1920s. Well, I guess that works because, I mean, I did see Captain America first with my son because the, the very first Captain America is kind of a not a super scary, violent one. So I watched it with my four-year-old and he liked it a lot. Gotcha. So if you're going by phase one, then the Incredible Hulk would be next because it'd be Iron Man, then Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man 2, then Thor, Captain America, okay. then the first Avengers. So the Ed Norton, Ed yep. Norton Hulk? Yep. Okay. Did they ever do um, a Hulk with uh, Mark Ruffalo? No. There, there was like rumors they were going to try to. And then kind of like the third Thor movie is also kind of like they kind of threw in like a minor like Hulk story from the comic books. Like it's a, it's a small like nod to a, a like a really big Hulk series in the comics. Yeah. But like that's pretty much it. But like what happened in the comics is that. Uh, there's this whole series called Planet Hulk where um, all like the smart minds in the Marvel Universe say the Hulk is a threat because he can't be controlled when he gets angry and yep. will just wreck cities. So they put him in a spaceship and send him off to – they're supposed to send him into uh, this planet that there's no there's no habitants, inhabitants. So like he's just by himself, but he can breathe oxygen and just live the rest of his life in peace without getting angry. And somehow like a meteorite or something, something hits the ship. And mm-hmm. sends him into an alternate, uh, like takes the ship off course, and yeah. sends him further out into space to this planet. That when he lands on the planet, he um, is actually not strong. Like he he's in Hulk form, but still, like these people are actually stronger than him because of the I think because of the gravity or something like that. Yeah, and he's uh, like almost like a gladiator type situation where like he's a slave and has to fight for his life every single time, and he actually gets stronger because of the fact that he's fighting like this gladiator fight and he's getting stronger and his skin's getting stronger and stuff like that so when he comes back to earth like like i guess what happens is he gets stronger and then he takes over the planet and becomes the king of the planet because like the slaves break free him and other slaves break free and beat the tyranny sounds like like not similar but like kind of like he was like a gladiator in the the ragnarok thor ragnarok yeah kind of like a yeah and that was that was a tie-in to that planet hulk movie because and uh, he was a gladiator in Thor Ragnarok too, and yeah. it was just kind of like a, a, a small little nod to. It. But in the actual comic series, he actually like he uh, he throws over the tyranny of that planet, becomes its king. He gets married, has some children, and then the spaceship that he's on, the um, they loaded it with a nuclear bomb in case for some reason something were to happen. Yep. And the nuclear reactor exploded, killing his wife and kids and most of the people on the planet. And Jesus. the Hulk can't die at all whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah. now he's pissed at everybody and he comes back to Earth and just ra- wages war on Earth. And they call but, him the World War Hulk. And like he can't be stopped. It's ridiculous. And so like war against the Avengers, war against his old friends. Just- the Avengers, the X-Men. You name it. The Hulk just, Jeez. he's pissed at everybody. There's like, there's a group called the Illuminati and it has a, <laughs> it has a. Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z. Um, Oprah's in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry and forget, Meghan now. Qu- don't forget Queen Bee. She's in it too. Okay. Okay. But um, it has um, Professor X. It has uh, Black Panther. I think Doctor Strange is in it. Um. I think Tony Stark is in it and then a couple other people and like they're supposed to be like the 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 world's smartest people 
in the yeah. Marvel universe, and they're the ones that um, send him decide to send him off in the space. And so, like, he basically goes after all of those people that could, that that wronged him, the ones that sent him out yeah. to begin uh-huh. with. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a really good story, and it was interesting what? to see how strong the Hulk can be, like when he like if he gets pissed off. It was, it, it was awesome. This would be tough to do probably like maybe casting wise i get like all those guys that come back for but like wouldn't it be cool if they did in the marvel universe they had a series of movies called marvel alternate universe and then they did storylines like that like the one you just said oh yeah that'd be amazing and and they got these more um the obscure comics or the comics that they just couldn't fit into what they currently wanted to do with their um, 18 movies. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, this is Marvel alternate universe. And then it was just crazy shit. Kind of how like star Wars did that with like rogue one, like that, that kind of idea. It's not the, not part of the storyline, but it's, you know, that would be pretty cool because I know um, there is a animated comic or animated movie about planet Hulk. The first part of that whole story. Yeah. But there's not an animated movie about the second part where he actually comes back and kicks everybody's ass. I feel like but that's it, the one you'd want to see. That's <laughs> oh man, yeah. They like it was awesome. Like Wolverine's claws are supposed to cut through everything and can't yep. cut through his skin anymore because that's how strong he is. It's it was flipping ridiculous. Yeah, that's fucking dope. I would love yeah. to see the Hulk like we talked about in the last one. Hulk Unchained, Darth Vader Unchained, like that shit. To see the Hulk just doing what the Hulk does, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking dope. But um, I, there was something I forgot to say at the beginning, which was, um, we got besides us getting yelled at about it, you know, by by my buddy Joe, uh-huh. he um he uh, yelled at us about about missing it. But then Joe came on the pod, he came on to the other podcast, he came on to the For My Friends podcast, he did an episode with us there. So oh, okay, yeah, you know, and 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 he's listening. But also, my friend Greg said, you're doing a nerd podcast. He did the music for the For My Friends podcast. He's the one that does like the little harmonica music and blues stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, what Greg said was very interesting. It was, oh, you're doing a nerd podcast. I have no fucking interest in listening to that. So those are just some things people are talking about out on the streets, you know? Oh, wow. You just throw them in here. Well, good for him. What's his, what's his friend's name? Yeah, That's Greg. That's Greg. Greg? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, you can kiss one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but Greg yeah. sucks. Yeah, Greg's the worst. He's if the you see him out in the worst. street, you know, flip him off or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, good luck. Good luck catching him, though. He's very fast. Very, very fast kid. All right, so there was this, there, there was just something. I don't know if it's going to fit into it, but just something quick I wanted to kind of put in at the end. Just two interesting stories. Okay. They've, dis- they've discovered glow-in-the-dark sharks. Like in deep waters that has been a thing, man. They actually discovered glow in the dark sharks. That's insane. Why, why would you need something menacing to have something else fucking cool about it? Yeah, (laughs) I know they're scary enough. And now they found ones that fucking glow in the dark. Like how, how do you, how are you going to trick me like that? Cause I'm like, is that a shark? Is that bitch glowing? Hold on, hold on. I'm not moving yet because I got to see what's happening right now. It's glowing. Oh, it's close to me. Okay. Yep. yep, I'm dead. I'm dead now. Yeah, that's fucking. They're like so. They're the good news for you because you know I I I'm scared to shit. I I'm a fascinated by sharks, terrified of sharks, but fascinated by sharks. So like 
they're deep water sharks. That's why they glow. Like a lot of those um, bioluminescent, um, you know, different, there's fish that are bioluminescent and, and uh, fucking jellyfish, whatever. Deep, the reason they're like that is because they're deep, deep, deep in the water. Oh, so the good thing for me is I'm black and don't swim. I, I got you. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just meant I don't think they come up to the surface to eat. I just that's what. I, <laughs> but yes, but the first one, yes, that was what I was getting at. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, there's um pretty big ones. They get up to like fucking what was it? I don't know how big they are, but they get up to like six, seven feet long. So they're they're big. They're like man, human sized. You know, obviously bigger, probably way more. But like they're not little things. By That's any ridiculous. means, if they did, if you were deep down in the water and they got a hold of you, I'm pretty sure you're not getting out of that. Oh, yeah, um, no, I'm I can swim, but I'm not going deep down in any water. Thank yep. you very much. So that was off the coast of New Zealand. So that was kind of a really cool science story. The other one uh, you might have heard of um, real quick. It was a, a space hurricane, a hurricane what? in space. Yes. It looked like if you were to look at it through, you know, whatever kind of equipment they use to monitor those type of things, satellite, uh-huh. um, it was a spiral. It had the arms out of the side, the eye in the middle. The energy was more concentrated out towards the arms and less concentrated towards the middle of it. Like it looked like a hurricane would look, but it was never seen before. They never witnessed anything like this before. And it hovered over, I want to say, was it the North Pole for like eight hours straight um, in, in, the, in the sky? And what it did, what, well, not in the sky, in space above it, but it rained instead of water. It was raining electrons. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't know what it means. I don't understand a word of it. I just thought it was fucking amazing. At first, I thought you were going to say electrolytes, and I was like, oh, it's raining Gatorade out this bitch? Okay. <laughs> That's the new Gatorade flavor, Space Hurricane. <laughs> space Hurricane. Get that shit. Side note, Gatorade, if you ever listen to this and you come up with a Space Hurricane drink, we coined that first. We'd probably get some money for that shit. Yeah, like sponsor us. We're really cool. And yeah. uh, Space Hurricane is our flavor. All Going right, on so that, that same topic, I saw something where apparently there are some uh snails that yep. can live, survive in volcanoes what the fuck yeah dude and their their shells are like iron what the fuck that's incredible that's because listen right now i have been in a one month probably a two month just deep dive hole on volcanoes because my son is obsessed with volcanoes right now uh-huh obsessed with volcanoes so I know that the lava can get up to like 2000 fucking degrees. It's it's so so to give people an idea of how amazing that a snail is surviving in this lava is like melted fucking rocks and shit. Yeah, it, it is so hot that rocks literally just start melting and turning into this molten hot lava. Yeah. And these snails can survive. They're volcano dwelling snails and their shells are made out of metal. Incredible. Yeah incredible after this year i would like to just put myself into an iron shell and go live inside of a volcano i don't know if i want to go live inside a volcano i'd like an iron shell sounds pretty cool like the warm weather i do really like we talked about earlier before we were recording i really like the warm weather (laughs) but there's a difference between warm weather and then like hot you heard how i emphasize the hot hot like that's hot that's death hot yeah that's that's, i wouldn't i wouldn't want to live there 
Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is let's not be so quick to dismiss the volcano snails. Maybe they got something figured out that we don't. That's true. That is true. Do you think Corona lives in, inside of volcanoes? Man, if Corona can survive volcanoes, we're fucked. Like this yeah, is that's true. Actually, I don't know simple. if they can. <laughs> you know what? Now that I said it, it gave me anxiety because I don't know if it can. And if it can, then we, we're dead. <laughs> yeah, like we have no hope for the, like, fuck your vaccine. This bitch can live in lava. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, we need to start studying these snails, man. I think they're going to be the only things that, that survive. Them and cockroaches. Cockroaches. Yeah, of course, cockroaches. They're not going yeah. fucking anywhere. Nope. Yeah. No. That's it. So, so I figured I'd finish with a little bit of science, throw it in there. I, Boom. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a new thing, but it's just, it's if I come across an interesting science article, I'm going to throw it out there. I like it. I like yeah. it. Um. So, yeah, Iron Man, like we said, great movie. I give that. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do our ranking of it. I'll think of something. But right now, I give it to a Category 5 Space Hurricane. Um. Raining that, electrolytes. Yeah, raining electrolytes down on us centers. It was it was great, and I'm going to watch this. I'm actually super excited. It wasn't what I was thinking I was going to watch next, but I'm excited to do it, is the Edward Norton Hulk, because I think he's a phenomenal actor. He's one of my favorites. Looking forward agreed. to it. Agreed. Agreed. You'll, you'll enjoy that one. Yeah. And uh, what about what about you? What What is your home? What are you going to do? The Mortal, oh, something with Mortal Kombat because that trailer was fucking dope. We can get into that next time if we want. Oh yeah, man. definitely. Yeah, I will. I will do my homework and I will watch the old Mortal Kombat and then try to pitch this to you. Yes, the best that I can. Absolutely, I love that movie. My wife loves that movie. That is something that I can easily talk her into throwing on at some point this week and watching. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you pitch me Mortal Kombat. Everybody who doesn't know, the trailer is out on YouTube. And as much as I don't like rebooting things that I love and I'm nostalgic about, they fucking looked good, man. It yeah, looked this good. one looked really exciting. Yeah. Did you see Johnny Cage in it? Did I miss that? I did not see Johnny Cage, and I was looking for it, but I'm sure that they'll he'll show up because I know um, one of the random characters, the main character, is like a new person that they're introducing that was supposed to like kind of like tie the story together that yep. whole character or whatever so yeah, i'm intrigued yeah. to see what they're going to do with that as well so i'm sure okay. we'll see johnny cage in there we have to we got to see the split punch dude you i know you have to have johnny fucking cage he was the you know they have to have something special planned for him because he was the big dick in the in the originals so they have to have something pretty special for him in this one yeah mm-hmm. all right cool all right well I guess I, I don't know. Did we figure figure out a sign off last time? I, think I don't. I don't think so. No. We'll have to. Well, that'll be our homework too to figure out a sign off. Something. Something good. Fuck me up to the moon. I don't know. It's we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> Fuck me up to the moon. Whoa. Fuck me up to the moon. Have a good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye.